0: listeners welcome to another episode of our Blimey cast. This is the episode number 11 and if you were wondering how to use slang in your test so that's your chance to learn because today I will give you 25 slang words and expressions for you to use during the iOTS test. So without further ado Let's get started. Let's kick off. You listen to Blimey Cast. For more information, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English. Hello again, and welcome back to Blimey English. Today, we are going to see another one of my articles. We're going to read through one of the articles I have written, and this one is going to be about slang. Yes, that's it. So I'm going to read it through with you so then you can get to know what is slang and how to use it in your test, right? So slang is a type of language that is regarded as colloquial, informal, being more common in spoken than written language, right? The use of slang is another valuable strategy you could have during your speaking test. It will not only take your speech to another level, but allow your examiner to notice that you have a great command of the spoken language as well. One relevant thing to have in mind, though, is that slang must be perfectly used so the sentences are meaningful and coherent. So, if you are wondering how to use slang in your test, I strongly advise you to stop whatever you're doing and watch this video to find out. I have prepared some fantastic slang words and expressions with examples for you to try and practice in your talk. Let's see them. The first slang word could not be other than this one here, BLIMEY. So BLIMEY is also part of the name of my profile, right? And BLIMEY It's a British slang used to describe excitement, surprise, right? It could be replaced in the place of, oh my God, you know when you are surprised with something? When something you were not expecting that could be something very good, right? So you say, oh my God. So in British English, we say, blimey, something that you were not expecting or something that surprises you. And just for you to know, because I want to explain this in a very clear way before I go to the examples. The reason I've chosen this word to represent the name of my profile of my business is because blimey, being a word for excitement, is the type of feeling that I want people to experiment when he you is really talking English. That's the feeling I want them to feel when they. Listen to you talking. That's the type of English I want to teach you how to use in your test. All right? So, let's start with the examples. The example one. Blimey, I can't believe he did that. So, again, it could be used as, Oh my God, I can't believe he did that. Example two. Blimey, that was fast, wasn't it? So, you see, the, the pattern, it's always used to describe... The emotions of surprise, right? And let me tell you another thing about this one. And not only about this one, but some common expressions and similar expressions to that one here. The reason people say that, blimey, is because sometimes, sometimes they wanted to use religious expressions such as, oh my God. But to some people, it might be a bit... Not embarrassing, but offensive because you would be saying the God's names in vain, right? So, in order to be more polite or to not get embarrassed, people started saying words that are a bit different, right? Are a bit changed. Like this one, blind me. Back in the day, it used to be God blind me, meaning I cannot believe that. Please, God blind me. See? But then, being that um, a religious expression that someone could think a bit offensive or saying God's name in vain, they started changing it, right? So now they say, blimey! Another example would be the other British uh, word, crikey. It's also a word used for excitement or surprise, but back in the day, it used to be Christ. don't want to say christ because for some people it could be offensive right another example would be gosh instead of god right oh my gosh oh my god do you get it it's good to know these things right i like this type of knowledge i don't know if you like but that's definitely my cup of tea okay let's go see the second one bloke bloke is another british slang and it means a man, a random man. It's an informal way to say it. In American English, you can hear the equivalent as dude. For example, do you know that dude that did the thing? In British English, would say, do you know that bloke that did the thing? See? It's just how language is complex and different, right? So, I've got two examples here for you. Example one, Last year, I met a bloke in the pub and he introduced me to this type of music. It could be interpreted as I met a man, right? Last year, I met a man in the pub. So, so, as some people say, you don't meet a man in the pub. You meet a bloke, right? right? Example two. There was a bloke there. I can't remember his name. See? It's a good one to know too. Okay, let's go see the third one. Chips. So this one has been causing problems in many people's minds because chips is another British slang and it means fried sticks of potato. This, the confusion comes from the fact that in American English, people call it French fries or simply fries. So what Americans call fries or French fries in British English we say chips, right? Example one, Hmm, I think we could order some chips first. Meaning, I think we could order some French fries first. Meaning, I think we could order some potato sticks first. Example two, I could definitely use some fish and chips now. I'm starving. (laughs) Which is quite true. Okay, let's go see the next one. Crisps. So, crisps, that one here also cause problems between American and British speakers, right? Crisps is a slang for very thin slices of potato fried and eaten cold as a snack. I will repeat that for you. Crisps is a slang word for very thin slices of potato fried and eaten cold as a snack. That's what people in America call chips. So, see the confusion here? What British people call chips in America, they call it French fries. But what in America they call chips, in in British English, they call it crisps. It would be something like ruffles or a tube of Pringles, right? That would be crisps. Example one. Hey, do we have any crisps here? Example two. You can't eat crisps all day long. All right, let's go see the next one. Bagsy. Bagsy. So, bagsy is the British way to claim something, like to go in the front seat of a car, right? In American English, you will hear people saying there's action of uh, taking the first seat of the car, the front seat of the car, as riding shotgun, or simply shotgun. Is used to claim something first. Let's say that you're going to go out, right, for a party or to go to a restaurant, I don't know, and then you want to go in the front seat. And then you could say, in American English, you would say, shotgun, or I'm riding shotgun. But in British English, you'd say, Batsy, right? Let's say another example that you, let's say that you want to sit on one chair at the table, right? And then, when everyone's coming, you can say backseat that chair. See, I've got two other examples here for you. Example one: We're ready to set off. The car is ready. Backseat. See the meaning? And example two: We went to watch a film in the sitting room, but he bags it the best place of the sofa. And example two: We went to watch a film in the sitting room, but he bags it the best place on the sofa. So that's the meaning of it. When you want to claim something for you, you can say BAXI. And just out of curiosity, a sitting room in the UK is what Americans would call a living room, right? The place at which you can watch television or gather with your family or your friends, right? A sitting room. Let's go see the other one, the next one. Chuffed. I like this word. I like this word very much chuffed is another british slang and this one is used when you are excited to bits absolutely thrilled about something if you are more than happy more than excited you can say that you're chuffed right i give you two examples i'm chuffed today just got my immigration visa that was exactly what i felt when i got my immigration visa chuffed and example two I can remember the day I passed IELTS. I was chuffed. And I am pretty sure you feel like that on the day you get your results. Don't you think? Tell down in the comments. All right. Let's go see the next one. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. So if something is not difficult to do, you can say that it's easy peasy. Right? Meaning that it's simple to do. You can also say the variation. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Can you do that? Can you say that? Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That's what they say. If something is quite easy, quite simple to do, it's easy peasy. Or uh, another expression, a similar one would be a piece of cake. Right? That's it. I've got two examples for you. Example one, she's been preparing for the test for ages when it came was easy-peasy. So when you prepare very hard for something, when you prepare very well and thoroughly for something, it's likely that that thing is going to be easy-peasy, right? Example two, go on then, do it. It's easy-peasy. Let's go see the next one. Full of beans. Full of beans. To be full of beans means to have lots of energy, doing a great amount of activity without getting tired. I've got two examples for you. The kids are full of beans today. Look at them running through the house. See? That's a common thing to that's a common slang expression to refer to children when they are very active, right? They are full of beans. Example 2. You haven't stopped since I got here. You're full of beans, aren't you? Again, if someone is very active and doing lots of things, you can say that they are full of beans. Let's go see the next one. Kip. Kip. Kip means a short nap right? Intended to rest. It's the British version of snooze. That's what Americans would say, snooze. And I've got two examples for you. Example one, I think I need to have a kip right now, meaning I think I need to rest for a bit now. And example two, I was just sitting here and then I said to myself, why not to get a (laughs) kip? Did you have a kip today? Are you planning to have a kip today? Tell me. Let's go see the next one. Leg it. Leg it. I also like this one. Leg it means to run, especially in order to escape from something or somebody. So I've got two examples for you, and I'm pretty sure you're going to recognize the meaning very clearly. The first example is we had time to hear them shouting to the others Leg it! Leg it! So in that case, imagine that you are sleeping, right? And then you hear some noises inside your house and you wake up, right? Startled and you start looking for things. And then when you notice there were two people running away, right? They were inside your home, they were running away or they were attempting to enter your home, to break in your home, but they ran away. And you could hear them say, leg it, leg it. Maybe it's because you woke up and now they needed to run, right? Example two, they saw the police and legged it down the street. See, it's a very nice expression to use when you're going to describe situations in which you or someone needed to escape quickly from something or someone, right? let's go see the other one mate 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 is a word used to refer to an acquaintance or a friend usually as a greeting or sign of affection it's the british version of the word buddy in american english they would say buddy right but in, in british english we'd simply say mate so example one all right mate all right, mate? Just to make a quick explanation here with this example. All right, mate. So, all right, in British English, this word is expression is simply a synonym for hello, right? It's not, I'm not asking you, are you all right? right? I'm just saying hello, right? In American English, this is not that common, so people can get confused if they hear someone say all right mate all right but in british english this is quite common like right? hello mate this is quite common right and example two hey let me introduce you to my mate here so let me introduce you to my buddy here that's completely the same thing here right mate buddy it's a friend right uh an, or an acquaintance you have someone that you know and uh, you are fairly close to that person, so you can say that you are mates, right? Then we've come to the other one, sword's law, sword's law. This is used to refer to a situation in which something bad that could happen actually happens. If something generally bad can happen, it will. That's what they say. This is the British version of the expression Murphy's law. Right? You know, when we believe that something bad can happen, and indeed, it happens, so we can say, well, sword's law, right? If something is likely to happen, then it will. That's what this law says, right? Example one. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. You know what they say, mate. Sword's law. See? And example two be prepared for the possibilities, because you don't want to see sword's law in action. Meaning, you don't want that thing to really happen. The thing that you are foreseeing as possible to happen, right? That's the meaning of it. Okay, let's go see another one. Fit. So, fit is a British slang term for someone who is very attractive, extremely good looking, nice looking, right? Example 1. After all these years, I haven't seen her and she's still fit. Or, example 2. The women were talking about how fit the bloke was. See what I did here? Using the other expression, the other slang word, bloke. So, that's it. Fit. Is another word that you say when someone is very attractive. You can say that they are fit, right? Let's go see another one. I get it. I get it. So, I get it is a slang term for I understand it. Usually, it's used amongst uh, people who are acquainted with themselves, right? You can say to your friend, let's say that they are explaining for you How something happens or how something should be done. Then say, all right, all right, I get it, meaning I understand it, right? Example one, and indeed that's the one. All right, I get it, thanks for explaining, right? Example two, and that's the way we do it. Do you get it? We can also use that one as a question. Did you get it? Did you get it? Meaning, did you understand, right? let's go see another one same here same here is basically another way to agree with someone to also say that thing but without repeating right it's an informal way to agree with someone example one i've had difficulties with the exams same here meaning i also have been finding some difficulties with the 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 test the exam right example two It was very nice to meet him. He was so helpful. Same here, meaning I agree. He was indeed helpful. Let's go see the next one. My bad. My bad. This expression is the informal version of my mistake. It's used to demonstrate that you misinterpreted or took something wrong. That you misunderstood something for example example one oh i forgot the time my bad example two i know you were waiting for me but i needed to do something first my bad meaning my mistake right you can be even a bit sorry for that let's go see the next no big deal no big deal this is an informal way to say it's not a problem Right, you can also see this one as no biggie, no biggie, meaning it's not a problem, it's a right. Example one hey, thanks for helping me, that's a right, no big deal. Second one, I'm so happy you found that for me when you were traveling. Hey, no biggie, that's another way to say, oh, that's a right, it's not a big thing, it's not a big problem. Right, let's go see the next one, chill chill. This is an America's slang used as an informal way for relax. And you know that I appreciate some TV series, right? And one of my favorites is Lost. I don't know if you have watched it. If you haven't, here is my recommendation for you. But do you remember Hugo back there in Lost? Hugo would always say chill to other people like Relax. There was a time there was Hugo, Sawyer, and Jack, if I'm not mistaken, if my memory serves. And Jack and Sawyer, they're starting to argue with each other. And then Hugo say, hey, guys, chill, meaning relax. Right? And in fact, this is my first example here. Look. Hey, guys, chill, meaning come on. Relax. Example two. I just want to chill out a bit here. So to chill out would be to relax and calm yourself down, right? Let's go see the other one. Cheesy cheesy. So cheesy means silly in an exaggerated way, right? Usually in romantic context. So if you're fencing someone or dating someone, you could say something cheesy, something exaggerated in a silly way. You can also say the word corny for that one. And i give you two examples. The first one, I didn't like that film. It was too cheesy for me, meaning that film was a bit exaggerated in a romantic way. I don't like it. Example two, she was so in love that ended up being corny, that ended up being cheesy, right? She was saying things in an exaggerated way, okay? Let's go see the next one. Sacked. Sacked. I like this word too. Sacked means to lose your job. In American English, they say fired. If you're fired, you lost your job, right? But in British English, people say sacked or to sack someone, right? And I give you two examples. Example one, they don't get sacked too. Meaning, they don't get fired too, right? Example two, I've heard they got... Example two, I've heard they got sacked last week. Meaning, I've heard they got fired last week, right? They lost their jobs. Okay, let's go see the next one. Hang out. Hang out. This is a common expression and it simply means to spend time with someone, right? I've got two examples for you. Do you want to hang out after class? Meaning, do you want to spend some time, do something after class? Example two. They were hanging out all day long they were spending time together all day long, right? Let's go see the next one. I'm down. I'm down. So, this one, to be down in this context, means to be able to do something, to join doing something, right? Example one. Hey, we're going to swim after school. Do you want to come? And then you can say, I'm down for it, meaning I'm able to do it. I want to do it, right? I'm going to join you. Example 2. We should go out tonight. What do you think? I'm down for it. I want to go. Let's do it. Let's go for it, right? Let's go see the other one. Oh, I like this one here. I like this one. A blast. A blast is an expression that means a great time, of a very nice event or a very nice time. A very nice party as well. So if you have a blast, you'll have a big time, right? Example one. Last night, we had blast. Meaning, last night, we had a great moment. And example two. Let's go. They're having a blast there. Meaning, let's go there. They're having a very, very nice time there. Let's go see the other one. Pig out. Pig out. This one is funny. So this means to eat a lot. Usually more than expected or more than you should. And I give you two examples here. I picked out last night. I shouldn't have done that. That's quite true in many situations, isn't it? Example two. These family gatherings always make me pig out. I can't stand this. <laughs> okay, let's go see the next and last one wrap up wrap up to wrap up means to finish something you're doing right it's what your examiner does when you're answering to the part two question of your ielts speaking test and they ask you a follow-up question that follow-up question is to wrap up the conversation right to finish that conversation example one your examiner will wrap up the talk with a follow-up question. See? Example two, we are going to wrap up in 15 minutes. In 15 minutes, we are going to finish this, okay? Blimey! That was good, wasn't it? If you liked one of those slang words or slang expressions, then feel free to practice them, take notes, and try. That's your time to try. Before the exam, you don't want to try anything new there in front of your examiner because you might be wrong. But before, at this time, when you're preparing, that's your time for trying, doing new things, right? So, if you liked one of those slang words and expressions, pick them, choose them, and try to use in your daily conversation. So, eventually, you'll be able to use in your exam as well. This is time for me to go now and I see you in the next videos. Cheers. You've listened to Blimey Cast. For more content, check my Instagram profile @blimey